Welcome to Champions of Change Corner. Hi, I'm Tiffany. I provide quick tips and idea nuggets to help you with proven sales, marketing, and business development strategies, along with a little sprinkle of leadership concepts so that you can inspire change, impact lives, and improve outcomes for the aging, their families, and your teams. Whether you already own a business or work in senior living, home health, home care, or any other service-related business focused on improving the lives of the aging, or maybe just maybe you would like to, if your mission is to serve them, my mission is to serve you. After spending the last nine years or so in senior living and home health, I have become a passionate advocate for the aging and those who support them. Every week, I promise to help you gain the tools, the knowledge, and resources to improve your bottom line, whether that is for your personal career growth or business goals. It is your time to be inspired, gain practical tips, and own your future. Let's get started. You're listening to Champions of Change Corner, episode number one. In the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity, right? So I asked several sales managers and sales leaders in communities to give me questions on what they find is challenging or would help a new sales manager, maybe a new owner of a residential assisted living, or even some experienced sales directors may encounter in their daily work or their sales processes. Boy, I had no idea how timely and relevant one of the questions um, that was given to me would be at a time like this. Varushka Terrell at Harbor Chase Retirement stated that she observed in talking with some of her colleagues and mentoring that other sales leaders are having challenging times leaving their communities to do business development, which is what I know is a requirement for the job. For most people, they don't have two different people, one doing business development, while the other is there, you know, in the community. So why is this so challenging for a number of reasons? And by the way, it also resonated with me, um, being that I was there and I was working like all of you in the community day in and day out. And so I do know the challenges. Um, But this was really interesting to me. Because when I was looking and really researching, even in my own life and my own experience, what were some of the challenges? Well, High volume communities of leads and visits that are constantly coming in. I remember one of my communities actually had no concierge and it was crazy. We always had phone calls in. I was always there to answer those calls and it was a lot, right? Um, The sales manager being pulled into operations where they can't really get out. How many of you have had that? Raise your hand. I know there's so many of you. Fear. Some people fear going out. They're more comfortable in that space on a one-on-one with people coming in. Um, Also, the unknown. I don't know what message. I don't know what to do. What do I say? So these are just some. And the other part of it, which we all have to admit, is sometimes it pulls us out of our comfort zone. And a lot of times, sales managers are very comfortable with the sales process, but not the business development side of it. Sales and marketing most times are always kind of set together when they're talking about sales and marketing. People say sales and marketing and sales and marketing in their speech, but in actual execution, sales and marketing are two different animals with two different skill sets. If you were like me, 
I also struggled sometimes to keep the balance. I knew how to do sales. I knew how to do marketing. They were both within my repertoire of my experience before getting into this industry. However, balancing the two out in a community that was high volume um, was really difficult and sometimes being pulled into operations. So my process sometimes looked like a roller coaster. Any of yours look like a roller coaster where you have this many move-ins this month and next month kind of fizzled out or whatever have you. So, so that is kind of how it looks like it if you're not consistent and balancing out the two. You are more than capable of doing this. I had to be creative. I had to be a bit of a maverick and think outside of the box kind of person. But I want to encourage you that if I could do it, you could do it too. And today, what we're going to talk about is the tools, the tactics, and the strategies that um, can help you to do this more effectively. We will cover all of these things over the next few episodes, just so that you can be proficient at all of it, not just the sales, which I know a lot of you guys have on lock, but it's the actual business development side. So... The series, again, is going to be the first five, maybe even so episodes, depending on the feedback I get from you. And what we're going to be doing is talking about how to do this without leaving your desk. Well, I say not leaving your desk. You know what? You probably leave your desk a little bit, but you will not be required to do this in person with the person that you're targeting. Does that sound like a deal? All right. Well, stay tuned and let's take some notes. One of the most underutilized marketing strategies today in senior living is social media. And so, yes, how can you really make an impact without going outside of your four walls of your community? Social media is your gateway to the whole world. You can do so much with social media. For professionals in particularly, LinkedIn is the primary medium to really make an impact on a business-to-business connection. So if you're looking for referrals, you're looking for referrals not from a customer perspective, but from another business. And most businesses are on LinkedIn or someone who's a representative from their company is on LinkedIn. And so LinkedIn is truly the way to make an impact in social media um, when you can't or, you know, leave your community. Um, And so it's one of those that I also find is surprisingly so underutilized by um, sales and marketing professionals in the community. So unlike other social media platforms, LinkedIn gives you the opportunity to go deep. It's depth, not breadth. You all know it's all about um, followers and friend connections and all those other things on Facebook and Instagram. But on LinkedIn, it is truly about relationships. It's not about the connections and the followers in terms of in mass, but it is the quality of those relationships and the quality of your engagement. So let me share a couple of my LinkedIn stories with you. There was a post I did as a regional And it was from a community that I was overseeing 
who have, they were early stage, early, early stage dementia care. And so they did a lot of things that other more memory care communities could not do because they had so many different varying levels. This particular community was unique and special. So I saw a picture that really impacted me on their Facebook post of a, of a um, resident silhouette, not his face, but it was his silhouette, his back. And com- with the lighting on it, it just looked so impactful. And he was looking at an art display at the Kummer Museum here in Jacksonville. And it was he was, looked like he was being so thoughtful and he was truly engaged in the art. And so I did a post about not discounting people and oversee overlooking who they are as a person just because they have been diagnosed with this disease. Little did I know how much traction that one post would get. And within, I don't know, I'm trying to think now, it might have been within a week, I had, or less than a week, um, over 2,000 views that was, you know, and impressions. And it was just so amazing, the amount of people who interacted with that one post. People on LinkedIn will contact you and ask you questions and advice when you look like you are an expert in your field. And we always talk about you as in sales, me in sales, need to be experts in our field. It's not just about sales, but it's about being an expert in senior healthcare, in senior living, in helping families and giving them all the resources needed. Well, when you have a, a impactful post or engagement on LinkedIn, people will start to see you as the expert. So for me, I've had people ask about jobs. I've had people ask me um, or share with me rather their private struggles with their loved ones in senior communities, asking for advice. Those are all things that happen when you are engaged on that particular platform. The other thing is your viral posts. Like, you know, I'm not, I never have been one really all into, into social media. I do it basically, of course, for my, you know, friends, family, Facebook, things like that. But I have always maintained a pretty active LinkedIn profile, off and on, depending on where I was at my my um, work life and what time I had. Well, more recently, um, when I was you know transitioning into this, I did a post, and it was based on a story, and it was based. Um, it was a shared post. Someone else posted it, but it resonated so within me that I decided to not only share his story, but piggyback and share mine and how his story resonated with me. Well, I did that in the morning. I think it was probably about seven o'clock and four o'clock. I look at my phone because I hadn't looked at it all day. I was working like you, right? And by four o'clock, I had eight thousand views by eight o'clock that um, by by four o'clock that afternoon by eight o'clock that afternoon it was eight thousand views roll over to the next day it was fourteen thousand views by seven o'clock the next evening I was up to six fifty six thousand views on that 
The very next day, so this is only two days after my post, 121,000 people read my post and had some type of engagement with it, meaning that they at least read it. I was blown away. I can't even begin to tell you how I was blown away. Two, I think uh, later on, it ended up being 247,000, maybe three days later, with 818 reactions or impressions where people actively said, I like it, or um, this was insightful, or loved it, whatever have you, and 50 comments. The thing is, is that your post in LinkedIn lives forever and can be revived by any one particular person's reaction to it. It is forever yours. So today, now, months later, 580,000 views of that same one post with more than 1,800 impressions and over 100 comments. That is pretty amazing. So let's talk about the stats with LinkedIn. LinkedIn has over 665 million members. That may seem large, and this is worldwide, by the way, but compared to Facebook, who has 2 billion, or Instagram, who has 1 billion, LinkedIn is considered the small guy. They generate your um, more engagement on LinkedIn than through Facebook. There are 165 million members of LinkedIn just right here in the United States, 165 million of them. So everything you do and everything you touch in senior living, if you're making an impression, just think about people. People have people who are older that they know, that they interact with. Older adults, people have parents and grandparents. So the more of an expert that you are in this medium, the more people are going to start looking at what you're doing and your content for direction, even if they may not contact you directly. I will say this, 94% of marketers, business to business and sales professionals use LinkedIn to distribute their content. And you might be like, why is that? Well, that is because it gets seen more. It is a smaller medium. So the engagement is a lot higher. So just to kind of give you what that looks like, um, engagement in LinkedIn year over year has increased by 50% year over year, just in this last year. 60% of other business professionals, your coworkers, and in this industry, you know, coworkers, they don't exactly work with you, but they work, you know, um, we're all interconnected. You have a 60% more likely engagement with them offline if you are connected with them online. Four out of five people who drive decision-making is on LinkedIn. And you are three times considered more trustworthy for the delivered content that you have that's on LinkedIn. So you automatically, just by posting regularly on LinkedIn, are building trust. So how much easier is that when you're having to contact or connect with either family or with um, a professional? So how do you make a good impact in LinkedIn as a platform? You have to create good, meaningful content, right? So how, let's say, how do you use LinkedIn for senior living, Tiffany? And some of you guys might be saying that. Well, number one, first and foremost, which I'm 
sometimes floored and shattered to find out is that a lot of people haven't even completed their profile correctly. This is where you do not want to half step. This is where you want to make sure that you have completed your profile to the fullest. And there are other tactics to make your profile stand out more. We're not going to cover that today, but there are specific tactics to do that. The other thing that you could do is post meaningful content. How do you create content? Well, number one, use effective storytelling in your post. Storytelling is so impactful. And we know about storytelling when we're doing visits with family. It's the same thing when talking to professionals. They want to hear those stories and those stories resonate with people. Yes, so that was Oscar the Grouch there. Sorry about that, you guys. Anyway, we're talking about stories and how stories resonate with people. Whenever you hear of a public speaker, when it's, you know, think about movies, it's all about the storytelling and it connects people with each other. And so when you're doing a story post type of post, it talks to people in their soul, in their spirit, and it can really get them to resonate with you in what you're trying to convey to them. So storytelling is very, very impactful um, when you're doing that. The other way that you can do is is writing rather a educational article. Um, And articles are something that lives on your profile in Um, LinkedIn that people can always go to. So we'll have your profile and it'll have how many articles you have written. Um, And these are like long form posts, maybe like a blog post. And so on the articles, having something that you want to contribute um, steps on on choosing a senior living community, Um, things that has to do with your community or um, care of residents being very creative that way is an article long-term with some pictures, um, long long post rather, with some pictures is going to make an impact. Um, so writing an educational um, article is great. If you're not good at writing, that is okay. We have so many different things now to help you with that. So for instance, um, for me, I writing, I can do it, obviously, but it's not my favorite thing to do. But I do love speaking and I can get out my thoughts and my um, message a little bit more with speaking instead of writing. So you have to find a hack for everything. And so my hack is this, I go into Google Docs. And if you go into Google Docs on a laptop, I don't know if it works through the Mac, but on a laptop uh, or um, HP or something like that, You go to Google Docs and there is a tool. And in that tool, you can actually put in talk to text completely free. You don't need to purchase any software for it. And guess what? Now you just talk into it. It writes out the text for you. And then I use Grammarly when I'm editing. So I'll edit where my paragraphs are and what I want to do. And then I'll use Grammarly to make sure that I don't have any grammatical errors. So that is a great hack, right? And so if there's ways to get around everything, the idea is just to do it. Post PowerPoint slides into the LinkedIn slide share. Um, There are so many different examples of that. And um, if you go into LinkedIn, as you start scrolling, you'll see people who have these PowerPoint slides and it's very visual, very easy to read. 
Um, and you can do that again with Keynote or PowerPoint through Canva, um, which is another software pro- program. Um, and it, it, it can make things look very beautiful um, to the eye visually, but can convey your message. Okay. And something short, nothing big, no 30 PowerPoint, something between five to seven slides to say what you're trying to say is amazing. The other thing that I do see a lot of, and this is not just an individual post in senior living, but even with companies who post in LinkedIn um, and at senior living companies, providers, is the hashtags. The hashtags do not match sometimes what they're trying to say or their personal hashtags like I am here for you hashtag. Well, that's not going to get you in front of a lot of people. So what I created was a hashtag notebook. I looked at the hashtags related to my industry or our industry rather, right? And I looked up, if you go into LinkedIn and under search, you do hashtag and what the word is, and it will tell you how many people follow that particular hashtag. So for instance, um, I'm just trying to think if I can look real quick, but I have one for leadership. I have one for senior living. I have one for sales. And what I did is I looked up to see what, how many followers are following those particular hashtags. And from there, it tells me what hashtags to put at the end of my post because it will give me more visibility um, to the target market that I am trying to achieve. So let's just say is entrepreneurs, and I'm totally throwing out numbers there because I don't have my, my book right here with me. But for entrepreneurs, it might say, 1 million people are looking at entrepreneurs or it might say senior living and they'll tell me 5,000 people are following senior living. So when I'm doing a particular post and I want it to have the most visibility, I put the appropriate hashtag with that particular post. The other thing is if you're doing a link, let's say to your website or to something outside of LinkedIn, don't do it in your post, you do it in your comments. Because LinkedIn, like Facebook and everything, want people to stay on their platform longer. So when you do that, it doesn't sometimes, I think, give the visibility um, that you need, because it's showing you, the algorithm showing you is that you're going to direct them possibly off of their, their, their post or their site. So what I have learned from other people is to put your links into the first comment. Again, by also making that first comment in there, you're going to increase the algorithms for your post to be seen. So again, I see a lot of senior living providers who are not doing this effectively or correctly um, according to the rules and guidelines and what other social media managers um, who do this professionally are recommending um, to help increase your algorithms. So these are all little tips and tricks that can help you to be more seen and heard through LinkedIn. LinkedIn videos are also another um, method that is really growing Back in the day, of course, I'm sure most of you know LinkedIn was for that person who um, had uh, more of a professional, meaning like they were out of a job and they're looking for a job and more recruiters and things like that. Nowadays, since Facebook has, I'm sorry, not Facebook, um, Microsoft has purchased LinkedIn, they have invested money into the platform. And so you have um, the video um portion of the platform, just like you would in um, Instagram, as well as in Facebook. So that is something that people are 
that gets a lot of attention and people can do to, again, um, increase that um, visibility and trustworthiness. Does that make sense? Hopefully you guys are getting all of this. <laughs> so the key is, is that utilizing LinkedIn for videos, um, for content, for connections is all what's going to help. Um, the other thing about LinkedIn that's so great is the search capability, um, utilizing that to your advantage. There is no other social media platform that you can really dig down to your exact target market and pull them up and speak to only them. And on LinkedIn, you have that advantage. You're able to do that. So that is another great um, functionality of LinkedIn. You can actually pull up a company and it will tell you everyone who's, who works there that is also on LinkedIn. So it's really, really, um, a, like I said, it's more depth than breadth um, when it comes to LinkedIn. When you ask for a connection in LinkedIn and that person accepts, writing them a personalized message to say, hey, thank you for accepting my invitation to connect um, and talking, asking them a pertinent question about their industry, about their profile, about their history, their work history, anything that, again, that causes that engagement is going to get you um, a little bit more of a personal connection with that person, which will be easier for you to then establish that relationship. LinkedIn is all about relationships and we are in a relationship business. And so this is how, again, to increase those real meaningful referrals, the right referrals that you need for your particular community. This is what, this is how you would do it. Providing also meaningful commentary on other people's articles and posts will also gain engagement. So I will use another one of my examples where I um, made a mention of someone else's post, meaning that they posted and in the comments below, I gave a thoughtful, meaningful kind of contribution to their particular thought process or what they commented on. And I have had people who connected with me through that, or people who have um, said, hey, I have a question through that. Sometimes up to a hundred different people in making impressions with my comments. So again, that is another great way of um, increasing your engagement with um, people on LinkedIn. So examples of this is that the message is what's important. We talk about content or we've talked about content, but what is your message? Just like when you're doing business development face-to-face, -face, your message is what's important, right? Going there and asking somebody with a, for a referral when you also have 20 other people going and asking the same person for a referral and they have a job to do is not real attractive. So at this point, so let's look at what kind of messages could you possibly give to people um, who, um, through LinkedIn, right? So one might be, um, how are you protecting your residents while enriching the lives of the seniors who live with you so that they don't feel like they're in a prison? So doing three steps to that we're doing this or five steps to that, those are some of the things that, you know, works. Um, how the staff is interacting with the residents, things that you guys might be doing inside of your communities to keep the resident spirits really um, um, high while also not having them worry as they're looking at the news every single day um, inside the community. 
steps maybe to help protect your loved one at home. So there's so many people that's not there, but by posting maybe a slide share or by posting an article of how to protect your loved one at home, these are the steps that we do in our community and at home, this will also work, um, is something that's great. When you are long distance, but concerned about your aging loved one. So that again, speaks to people who don't live near their mother or father, but are concerned doing a post about that Um, or partnerships in the community at large that you're doing to help those seniors and aging adults that are not living inside your four walls. What kind of partnership is your community, your, your senior living community doing with them? So these are all different things that would be helpful, I think, um, and would create an, an increased engagement. So if you have any feedback, anything that you're doing, please um, make sure that you give me comments on um, the social media um, brand that I have, TiffanyHillAllen.com on Facebook um, and also on Instagram. I'll be posting this link to this podcast there and just give me a comment on either one of those on what you're doing in your community based on what you've learned today through LinkedIn. I want to see um, see that. So screenshot even this episode um, on Instagram and then send it back to me with the comments of what you're doing um, to make a difference to get more referrals during this time while you're inside your four walls um, through LinkedIn. I so thank you. And until next time, um, have a great day. The Champions of Change Corner is sponsored by the Hope Hill Company, the newly created Institute for Professionals to further their education in senior living. Curriculums include tracks, for sales, executive directors, and every community leader department head, such as dining directors and wellness directors. It will also have specialized programs, such as the Culture Hack, which is creating a culture that will reduce turnover, as well as leaning into leadership. These are just a few of the programs to unleash your power, to improve your effectiveness, and to drive results. For more information, go to tiffanyhillallen.com.